what are you kind of seeing from the you know the owner operator side of, of from a brand like with the effects on the coronavirus like what are you guys seeing like i'm sure there's some some parts of your business that are really doing well and then other parts that maybe are having some resistance from this i mean i guess i'm just kind of curious from one of the you know the biggest supplement brands sports nutrition brands in their industry now and one of the fastest growing ones i'm kind of curious about like what's happening on your side with the coronavirus so um for for us my uh our business as you get larger and larger, you know, things are kind of already in forward motion. So like this month, uh, you would think would have been a really bad month or a really down month, but because there's so many things going on, uh, you know, in the past that are now just coming to fruition. Now, this was the uh, the best month we've had so far. Uh, the May, March will be the best in, in history. And, but, but now the things that could have happened next month are starting to peter out where people are moving them to the right. And uh, so that is... Uh, that's kind of the concerning thing for, for me. Um, the other big concerning thing is that obviously if there's no gyms open, you know, I saw you drink a total war RTD, right? You're going to sell, we're going to sell a hell of a lot less RTDs because you know, people are not in the gyms and the gyms are our big customers for the RTDs. Um, the things we've noticed is that the protein bars, the Emory bar specifically, since the whole food meal replacement bar has really jumped up. We had this period in Amazon before they kind of throttled stuff back where we were like, I mean, it was insane on Amazon because uh, we were getting searched. And when you type in meal replacement, you know, we were coming up towards the top. And obviously it made sense at that time when people were really panicking that we're buying, we had customers buying 10, 15, 20 boxes of bars. So you had some really, this has been a really crazy month for Amazon. We'll be up almost 100% for the month, uh, over month over month for Amazon. Um, and then direct to consumer has been good, but has started now slowing down, just like Amazon has started slowing down. So uh, now Amazon is back to about what we were doing before on a daily basis. And then the website has slowed down below now where we were before on a daily basis. So, you know, all in all, for us, the, the disadvantage of being a large company is that we have a lot of big fixed expenses. So my big fear was if, if um, you know, and knock on wood, it won't happen, you know, that um, our shipping got shut down. So for me, because of the cost of, of keeping the business open, and uh, in being a, a, an owner that has no backing, I don't have investors, I don't have Aircart as a co-owner, but a minority co-owner, um, and he's not putting any money in. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I have no other means of getting money other than the money that I've saved over the years. And then all of the inventory back there, we have $9 million in inventory. Yeah. Uh, you've seen how much we stock we carry. So if I can't take that inventory and turn it into cash, there's a very short period of time that I will be able to stay afloat. Uh, and I'm in a much better position than most people in most companies. So if I keep paying my employees and keep paying my bills and, you know, obviously you can't just stop paying your manufacturer um, because that would then prevent them from keep continuing continue making products. It would damage the relationships. You have to figure out how to keep that going. And obviously you wanna, we have a fantastic team. I want to make sure that I can keep paying them. But if I keep going, let's say we are shut down, how many months could people make it? I'm sure a lot of people out there in the restaurant business and the event planning business and entertainment in general, you know, they're asking themselves that right now. How long can we make it? Because I know for me personally, it would not be long. We're not talking, you know, if we shut down today, come the end of the summer, Redcon is long gone, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, our, uh, you know, the people here will be, you know, would, would have to be furloughed or whatever. And, man, that's the worst thing and the scariest thing for me isn't uh, about myself. I'm scared for everybody and all the families that, you know, we have a 
120 plus families rely on this place to keep afloat. So it's super scary to think that something could happen even to the fastest growing sports selling company in the world that we could literally go out of business uh, based on not being able to have cash flow. Um, so it's a, it's a super scary time. So I think for myself in my situation, and then I think about all the smaller brands out there and, uh, and I just, I wonder how many will be gone when this thing, when we get, you know, our head comes out of order with this. So I'm, I'm praying that everybody is uh, safe, that they were smart about, you know, you know, money, saving money, being prepared. And that hopefully, you know, we get some kind of vaccine or something, you know, I've been watching the malaria drug, uh, hydroxychloroquine very close and all the other ones that are coming out in Israel, they have one that's supposed to be very promising. So my hope is that uh, we don't wait till the curve, you know, flattens and stops because there's all, all kinds of science with viruses about how they can, they can be seasonal, um, how it could go, but then come back, you know? Uh, so it's, it's a scary thing. And, uh, and I'm hoping that there's all these smart people that are focusing all their time and energy around the world on this will come up with something big. That's kind of my thought on all of it as well. It's like, I'm not a science guy and I try not to get too much into the weeds on the science part of it. I, I know that there's people that are a million times smarter than me in that. And, and that's not a worry for me. I've, I've focused a lot of my attention uh, during this is around more of the economy um, side of it, because that's uh, a lot where I understand things. And, you know, I, I've kind of focused instead of looking at, you know, what drugs are coming up, I'm looking at more of the testing. And I know that something just kind of came up around Abbott labs yesterday yeah. around a very quick um, test because I want to see, you know, who has it, who doesn't, who has, you know, whatever the antibodies and things in there and who can go back to work. Because I yeah. think that that's an important part of this all is that we do need to get back to work. Uh, that's, you know, the, there's the body count um, that is totally a, a, a real thing. And I, and I want to make sure that people know that like, I'm not discounting life, sure. but the idea that there's this black cloud that people aren't paying attention to that, you know, is potentially 20 million people in America that might not have a job in a couple of weeks. And over a couple of weeks, that starts to create a dire situation. Um, yeah, regardless, if getting, you know, regardless if you're getting 1200 bucks or not or whatever, that doesn't really cover a lot of people's expenses or anything. So you're getting to this point where that then starts to create a lot of issues. And that's kind of where a lot of my kind of focus has been. I've um, I fielded more calls probably in these last um, three to four weeks than I've ever in my career. And I think that a lot of people, to your point, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think that they were set up for, for this. They were very running very, you know, close to, to paycheck to paycheck in terms of their business. And then something like this happened. And all of a sudden it was like triage moment. Like, what can I do to save my business. I don't want to cut off my leg yet, but like, is there something that I could do to save what's going on? So I've been like mentally exhausted trying to figure out, is there ways to adjust these businesses on the fly as quick as possible? And some of these businesses, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50 million businesses, it's not like you could just turn the ship around in a second. Now, if you're running a couple million dollar business, yeah, I mean, you could pivot in a second and move and, and do what you need to do. But some of these businesses, it, it takes a little bit of time. And, and to your point on your size, I mean, it takes a lot longer when you're the level that you're at, you, you can create all the pivots and all the little short adjustments to try to, um, you know, save some of uh, the runway for a little bit longer. But it's like, it's not as easy as people see it or no. think it's as easy as you see it. And I think that um, a big argument I, I've been seeing lately around this whole point is that um, people see a revenue base and then they think that 
they should be fine, but they're not realizing that there's also a incremental amount of expenses that go up with that. Just because a business uh, is doing $100 million, that doesn't mean they have $100 million sitting in the bank waiting to, oh. you know, to, to, to weather the storm. No, no, you're you're 100% right. And and for something that Donald Trump said that I think really, whether you like him or not, should resonate with everybody uh, if you're watching the economy and and what it what this can really do in the long term of uh, having people out of work for months and months at a time. Um, so he said that the the cure can't be worse than the problem. Yeah. And if the cure is shut down the country for three months, bro, people have no conception of what that would mean. Uh, the world may never be the same after that. You know, literally, you may not. It may. So the, we've had, uh, I think, 53 recessions since the 1850s. Right. We've had one depression. It took 10 years to get out of the Great Depression. Yep. And, it, and that was in a time where I feel like uh, things were at, at a point where 10 years may have seemed like a long time. But I think where we are today in the infrastructure that's built and the, the humanity as a whole it, 10 years will be a very short period of time, I think, if we go to the level where you're hitting a full-on Great Depression number two. You know, we can have uh, a cascade of bad effects. Plus, you know, all you have to think of, this is my thing for, for people, right? Good people. Now, there's also oh, bad people that will do whatever they need to do because they want to take advantage of, of a situation. But good people. So I have three little boys and a wife, and you've met them, right? Yeah. And so if they are starving and they need food, what would I be willing to do to, to, to help them? Fucking anything. Yeah. So, and I think that if it gets to a situation where that's where we have people at, where there are people saying, my, my kids are going to starve to death, I need to go get food, they're going to do anything and everything you can imagine, and that's the good people. The, the yeah. bad people, you know, they're going to be way out there doing that way before yeah. um, and taking advantage of the good people. So, I mean, it's a scary, scary situation. And, you know, I really, you know, hope and pray it never gets to anywhere near there. But when people are so quick to say, uh, shut down the government, shut everything down, everybody stay inside, nobody leave their house. It's like, bro, what do, you, do, you yeah. not, do people not know what could happen by doing that? Um, yeah. Because you're right, $1,200 is nothing. So you give $1,200 uh, or to a family of three, what is it, the max is $3,000 or whatever. Yeah. And, and then you're like, well, you're good now. For how long, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so um, that's the thing where it's like, that's what I'm most concerned about. The, the deaths are uh, tragic. And when I see it, you know, uh, it's hard to contemplate the amount of people that are sick and that are dying and that are going to die. Um, but on the flip side of that, um, that number could be tiny, infinitesimally smaller than what could happen if we go to an extreme level. And that's what scares me. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think, you know, I've been it's probably been two weeks at this point that I've been uh, talking about it. And, and, you know, I it even took me weeks prior to that to get comfortable enough to even talk about it, because I knew that people were going to instantly think different of me because I'm not focusing on the body count. I'm focusing on, you know, something that's a little bit bigger. And, and I've been very much on telling people, hey, figure it out. Like at the, right now, is, even if you've lost your job and you're working in something that, you know, you can't go to work in, like, or your, or your job is, is kind of teetering, like go out and figure out, can you work at Walmart? Can you work at yeah. Domino's pizza? Can you, you know, so, cause uh, anything you do right now is going to help in the long run. You know, the more people that get out and act appropriately, you kind of talk about like families and, and trying to feed their children. Like if they think ahead of the, what could happen in the future, then we don't have to worry about them acting inappropriately because it's, a necessity. You know, I think that if they start acting, you know, we get people to, to kind of focus on more and more of that over time, it will help everything. And I think that that's, 
you know, even rolling this back into the supplement industry, it's, I think that that's also where a lot of the brands or any retailers, uh, manufacturers, the uh, distribution, whatever it is, like they have to think similar to that. Now it's like, do we wait for this all to come back to life? And then we go back and try to operate as, as if we are nothing happened, or do we constantly try to like pivot and control the, you know, what we could control right now, which is our, our creativity, our effort, our, our hard work right now and do what we need to do and try to come up with whatever solutions we can in the short term, I think is, is something that I am hoping that a lot of businesses are doing. I know that the ones that I've talked to, obviously they've reached out to somebody, so they are trying to do that, but I, I'm seeing on social media and things, a lot of people that don't seem to be as aggressive as I would hope because I know that they're not in this like extremely powerful position that they can be acting as if everything's fine. Right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that if we, if people get out there and, and, uh, and are aggressive about finding the solution or, or finding, you know, stopgap measures now, you're going to see a lot less uh, bad in the future. I, I have to run Josh, but yeah, um, I appreciate you. Uh, we're here on Saturday doing this and you're giving me, actually, you said, when, when would I be available? It's like, well, I, I'm I'm look forward to doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, uh, there's not a lot else to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is this becomes not like a uh, like a thing where on a Saturday you have to like drag somebody into doing something. Like, wow, I got something to do on Saturday now. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> well, I appreciate your time as well, Aaron.